are now entering a dimension only for those who are bold enough to seek it, one of intense knowledge and immeasurable beauty. This is Homework with Friends, <laughs> episode 35. The final episode <laughs> of this failed experiment. <laughs> that might have been your best one yet, man. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Homework with Friends. My favorite part about that intro is that it did not involve me at all. I didn't throw it to you. I know, I liked it. You know, I'm trying to switch, because we do this joke, and I'm looking at our guest right now as if she knows this right now. She's nodding her head, and I guess, spoiler alert, the guest is a female, so we are sticking true to our promise from earlier this season. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like I throw the my goofy intros to you sometimes. And you look at me, and we, we laugh about it, and I hope they laugh at home about it. But sometimes I go, "Am I using the same joke over and over again?" I think you might be. I think I do a lot of the time. You're but, recycling jokes, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Homework with Friends. This, of course, is the podcast where two friends, I'm Logan, I'm Dalton, assign each other homework weekly to comedic results, also known as what the podcast where you. Come for the homework, stay for the friends. And those are the two catchphrases. We are currently seeking openings for new catchphrases. Send them in. Homeworkwithfriends at gmail.com. We don't do this at this point. I know, but I'm just saying. <laughs> we could plug it at the top. We don't okay, get a homework pod on Twitter. Uh, we got homework with friends on Instagram. That's it. That's it. That's the most important. Or text yeah. us. You'd probably have our numbers <laughs> if you listen to the podcast. <laughs> um, but this, of course, is the episode where we are going over a little bit of fraternity sorority life. Yes. We have a little bit of business to address at the top of the episode. Here is the business. We switch it up. I will not be doing my homework. Well, so let's even back it up because I, yes. I would venture to guess, and I almost hope, you did not listen to all of last week's episode where oh, we God, gave I the homework not. at the end. So the homework for this week was supposed to be I was going to uh, go into fraternities, history, mm-hmm. um, kind of, you know, our typical homework stuff on that. And then Dalton was going to go into the history of drinking games and the such. Here's the hitch. I recently got a job back at the national fraternity that I used to be a part of. Or I guess I should say, member for life. It's <laughs> <laughs> not four years, it's a lifetime. Brother. And uh, drinking games are frowned upon, if not, I should say, totally banned by the bylaws <laughs> of that national organization. So I have respect for them as an employer and also just for the, the guidance of the pod. We didn't think it'd be a great idea to yeah. outline that kind of stuff. So we decided to kind of take a little left turn away from the drinking left games turn? route. Drinking games are still fun. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. I would never, I've never played them. You can't play them. Yeah. I mean, you were disaffiliated for two of the years we were in college together. So, um, we can, I might even be able to talk about that a little bit, but we switched it up. So Dalton's going to have, um, kind of couple, he'll, I'll, I'll let you save your curveball. Save the curveball. But what are you going to do now? Sorority. Yeah. You're doing sorority stuff. Yeah. You probably could have guessed it. so. (laughs) So here we are. That's out of the way. The elephant in the room has been addressed. We fed him a little peanut. That's what they should call that. <laughs> feeding it a peanut. I'm, 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 listen, I'm like about to feed some like peanuts. want to address the, the elephant, elephant in the room. room. They say I'm feeding some peanuts over here. Feed, that's good. I think I might sell it to someone. To who? J.K. Rowling. <laughs> 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 you ever have a wizard that fed some peanuts? You should sell it to George R. R. Martin, man. Oh. And then he can use it in the last book that he might not ever finish. Oh, you're right. Well, speaking of feeding peanuts. What about it? I don't know. 
I was thinking something Game of Thrones, but then I realized I don't. It's it's coming up. I, we don't need to talk about Game of Thrones. No, we can save that for later. I feel like there's plenty of two white dudes talking on podcasts right now about <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> don't need another one. But, but that being said, exactly. so here's my theory yes. of what's going to happen. <laughs> Do you think Bran's the White King? The White King? The White Walker King? The Night King. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm a fucking Fairweather fan. But hey, enough listening to dudes. Let's introduce our guest. You want me to do it? No, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Coming all the way from where? Kent, Ohio. All right. Uh, I guess. Living out of? Logan Square, Chicago. And your name is? Taylor. And your actual address. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I just, I literally just talked over you. I apologize. That's okay. I'm Taylor. Welcome to the pod, Taylor. Hi. Thanks. Wow. <laughs> That's the intro. Cool. This is great. Taylor, yeah. how you doing? We're... I'm so good. Thanks for asking. Taylor, you are partaking in a great tradition of homework with friends that we weren't able to do for about a month. This is our mm-hmm. first episode back with a drink in with our hands. Drink. Our first regular episode. Our first regular back. I, yeah, if we started to count last week as a real episode, then we are getting in trouble. <laughs> but this is our first uh, homework with friends with alcohol in 2019. I'm glad you could be a part of it. Congratulations. What are you, sip- what are you sipping you? on over there? I'm sipping on some whiskey. What kind? Thanks to Dalton. I do not know. It's Evan Williams. <laughs> <laughs> and the mystery is revealed. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Uh, how do you guys know each other? Go ahead. Um, well, we went to the same high school in Kent, Ohio. Mm. Theodore Roosevelt High School for the Rough Riders. Yes. That was a, that was a and he was, he was just straight up your mascot, right? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. Some yeah. people got the Pumas. Some people got the Cougars. We just got Teddy Roosevelt. You got yeah, actually Teddy Roosevelt, Teddy Roosevelt. On, on the horse. Yeah. They just rolled his coffin well, out onto the football field before every game. <laughs> and the mummy of That's Teddy true. Roosevelt. That's I like true. that it was specifically his Rough Rider period, too. Like not just, well, That's the coolest period. It arguably. is really the coolest Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. You guys, as far as presidents go, you could have got worse ones. Could have been worse. And we I don't know a, if you could have got better ones. We have a big like glass mural, mural of him. Really? Yeah. yeah. Let's name a better president than him. You can't. I don't think so. Obama. Oh. Well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we sound okay. Uh, I hate that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like that we sound like we're anti-Obama. <laughs> this is the second time I have left. Oh Obama. yeah, yeah. Yeah. One of our, that goes back to our very first episode. Yeah. Uh, where Dalton omitted. Did you omit him from your top five presidents? It wasn't like nice. best presidents. Let's not let's not start that. You were it just was naming five presidents. Top yeah, five, he said like, name five. most interesting presidents. Oh, most interesting. And then yeah. Yeah, well, I think you said something about like Obama's not that interesting. Well, no, he's just like compared to the old presidents, he like they were nuts. Yeah, well, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and there, there's, that's true. He yeah. has no like big scandals. No, he was just good. He's just, he's just like happens to be African American and is a good president. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Well, that's the thing. So I, my, I want to explain my. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> my mine was more or less like the let, let time, time will tell. Well, time what will, time will tell if Obamacare will. Pay. I mean, we're going to remember Obama. That's for sure. I think he was probably better. I just forget. Probably better than I forget Teddy recent res- like presidents as like options for coolest presidents. I always think. Of, I always think of <laughs> yeah. I always think of like old timey presidents. Yeah. that's what I, I think. Oh like, God, even like pre <laughs> pre Clinton, like that's what I started thinking about. Like if I was ranking presidents, Obama's my favorite modern president, hands down. 
Yeah. <laughs> Same. Me too, weird man. coincidence. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Uh, saved myself out of that one. Um, Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt on a horse. Pretty cool also. Did you guys He's get, a cool guy. Did, so you guys went to high school together. Yeah. We were you friends in high school? No. No, not at all. No. Were you enemies in high school? Yes. Mortal enemies. <laughs> <laughs> I hated him with a burning passion. Yes. What was the age diff? Per, um, three years. Three? Three or three? Yeah. You were a freshman when I was a senior. Right. Yeah. Oh, wow. So you guys probably didn't like interact. No, no, no. Not even in the slightest. So, so we you... went to the same church youth group. Yes. Kind so of. That, yeah. So we saw each other there. Yeah. Did you do any fun activities on the youth group together? No. What? Grog. Grog was Grog. fun. Grog. That was fun. Do tell. I don't think, I don't remember you ever being there. Really? No. I remember being there. I remember you being I, there. I was there. I was there. I just don't remember. Uh, do you remember him being there? Yeah. Yeah. You and Brett. I feel like you always remember the seniors, though. Right. So exactly. I, hard for, exactly. Like, a senior I was a lonely little, I was a lowly little freshman. In fact, here's no what I'll cared. say. I wouldn't say lowly. Don't go, don't go that far. But I'll <laughs> say it would be weirder for him to really remember you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh, I remember exactly. you being yeah. there. Yeah. No, we would run around the church in complete darkness. Yeah. It was a really fun you game. you had to find pieces of a flashlight. Uh-huh. So okay, go let's ahead. let's go. go okay. Let's start. I don't I don't know <laughs> if I like how this church game goes. So, <laughs> it was a lot like um, go. Uh, what was it called? I think Ghost, Ghost in the Graveyard. graveyard. Yeah, yeah where that. if you shot somebody with a flashlight, that was it. You could like freeze them, okay. and then you were good to keep going. So it would start out with one person being the grog, like the monster, the grog, the, the grog, grog, the grog. Yeah. yeah. And whenever they would tag somebody, then they were part of that team. And then everybody else had to run around the church and look for the pieces of this flashlight to assemble it and then kill the grog. The grog. Kill the grog. That actually sounds very fun. It was, it was so super fun. fun. <laughs> so we fun. could play it tonight. Yeah. <laughs> so. it was, uh, some of my favorite memories of high school yeah. was playing that game. Wow. It sounds kind of like, I mean, I'm, that sounds like live action role playing almost. <laughs> it was. It was really cool. Um, it was. Do you remember when Jason Reeves, like, like literally like Superman down the whole stairs yeah well yeah. Jason <laughs> uh, no I don't remember I don't that. know if you don't remember that never mind never mind this is funny <laughs> uh, yeah cool game wow but uh, I don't know what was more fun being the grog or trying to survive oh trying to if survive you were was more la- fun for me because I was not an athletic human being so I could not win as the Grog. So it was just embarrassing for me if I was the Grog. I was uh, never the Grog. Being one of the, the last people that wasn't like tagged by the Grog and really going against like the like the whole youth group was pretty cool. Yeah, that's, that's that was a lot of fun because the Grog would accumulate. Yeah. Oh. So like he was it, and then the, everybody he tagged was just, that just that on his team. That's very fun. Yeah. I remember we so we played Ghost in the Graveyard at my uh, friend Jared's house growing up, mm-hmm. and that game straight up used to terrify me. Like <laughs> I, I liked playing it, but like as far as like my little kid's heart like could take it was like because <laughs> it was a fairly it was a like very contained backyard i mean it felt big in retrospect but it was probably wasn't that big but there was like a little tree fort and then there was a hammock up by where the house was at which was like home base and the idea is it'd probably be like eight kids at a time you'd just be hiding and then it'd be like a ghost in the graveyard who would call out ghost in the graveyard and basically at that point 
he just he just run around trying to kill kids is what it felt like so like i'm like in a tree like god damn it like like making eye contact with somebody on the slide who's like i don't fucking know man like i don't this isn't cool dude This and then like you would like make a like you would see some kid make like a mad dash for the hammock but like if you're a good ghost like you knew it's like that that that's kids a fucking idiot and he's about to get god so like you just get like sniped and suddenly there'd be two ghosts and you're like you just made it harder for everyone you fucking idiot dummy and right and so like there'd always be like some coordinated efforts to like flank and then some people would like have to sacrifice themselves to not be a go like to yeah. save others it was i have some very strong memories from that way time. better than capture the flag uh it's better oh, than capture the flag. any better. any games like that those are my favorite things to do in life ever still <laughs> <laughs> nothing gives me more joy and entertainment than a game like that we did it we had a it was like spring break or something we were all at bw Oh, we did Hunger Games? And we played, like, a Hunger oh, Games-esque, shit. like, style game. Yeah. And it was essentially just, like, what is it, blob tag? Where, yeah. like, one person's it, and then everybody else is not, and then it accumulates. Yeah. That was the funnest But the, the yeah, I think, like, the idea was, like, you were dead. <laughs> it was a pretty wild night. Well, Taylor, today's Logan. a special day. Today's today a special, a special day. day. We should acknowledge this is going to be coming out the day after a special day. Well, tomorrow's a special day. We'll, we'll give a shout-out to a certain special someone. What? Someone's got a some very special super fan has a birthday tomorrow. Didn't know. Well, it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, but today's Valentine's Day, of course. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day everybody. to everybody. Um, this beer is my Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put that on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Miller Highlight will definitely. The only one who's you. there for me. We took a break for a month, but now we're back together. <laughs> We had a bit of a rough patch. So Valentine's Day, it's it's a heated time in uh, an adolescent's life. Do you have any it interesting is. Valentine's Day high school memories? My my first ever Valentine was spent in the Theodore Roosevelt High School parking lot. Oh, I can you tell oh, the story wow. on the air? <laughs> Where is yes, this no, going? No, I can tell the story on the air. I just my boyfriend at the time. I thought that he full name had a special Dylan Wells. Hello, oh. hello, hello Dylan Wells. Name. If you're listening, hi <laughs> Dylan. What did we tell her about leaning into the mic? <laughs> right at it. You don't need to do anything to tell secrets. It's right in their ears. Got it. Got it. Got it. No. Anyway, Dylan so, Wells. Yeah, <laughs> Dylan Wells. We, um, I thought he had a whole day planned, so I was all ready. And then he got to my house, and there, we had no dinner reservations. We couldn't really go anywhere because, you know, you're like 16, and you don't really have any agency as yeah. a teenager. Um, yeah, so the only thing we could think to do was to drive to the Theodore Roosevelt High School parking lot, and that is where we sat and stayed <laughs> <He's> <laughs> for like, several hours until one of our parents got home. You just like sat and hung out. Just yeah, sat there. yeah. Wait, that's weird, what we did. It's a weird. It's a weird. Yeah. Look, this is a G-rated podcast. Yeah, that's right. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. For I'm we, have an ex- <laughs> we have an explicit rating always. Oh yeah. I mean, there's been a few f bombs every single ep, man. We just do that for safety. This could have been a clean ep. <laughs> this could have been the one that we took that e off. And take that, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you fucking. That's get. what you fucking get. Uh, okay. Well, I have a just one follow up question to that story. Yeah. Um, sure. You waited for the someone's parents to get home but you right, were gone the right. whole time? Why right. were you at one of your parents' Because house? we had recently gotten in some big trouble for d- being home without parents. Oh. So we couldn't really do that again. But you're allowed to be in a car in a parking lot without parents. Don't ask. Call my moms. I don't really know. I don't really know why that is. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, it's calm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would assume that they, the I would assume that they didn't know, right? Maybe that you're just sitting in a car doing whatever. Doing whatever. I mean, I think they figured there's less they can do in a car than in my entire home. I don't Maybe. think that's true. I don't know. <laughs> there's a very limited amount inform, of options. You should inform them that you could do the same stuff in a car. Yeah. yeah if anything, it's a, except for you don't have like food afterwards. And like in. Well, like fucking cheese it's Well, then you don't have, you don't have the refrigerator. <laughs> oh boy, the only thing this is missing is a snack. I don't know about you, man, but I I will say I never had one of those experiences. <laughs> Single and loving every minute of yeah. it in high school. <laughs> Shouts out. Um, we oh we should do our obligatory guest what? question. What is it? Oh, what's the guest you know question? What it is? You asked Mike it three or four times. Oh, what was your favorite subject? In school? Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, in the car. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, right. Right. Um, uh, I would say English is my favorite gotcha. subject. Okay. Yeah. But my but the stats teacher was my favorite teacher. Who is the stats teacher? McCombs. Did you have him? No. Mr. McCombs, shout out. So He's great. what was special about that teacher? Um, he really, he really cared about the kids. He didn't really, you know, he got on you for, he was like, would pull the disappointed face if you didn't do your homework. Sure. But he wasn't like, gonna be a dick about it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Were you a people pleaser? Yes. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I was like teacher's pet to the, like, nth degree. Gotcha. So that disappointed look, that, that cut So I never, I never got the disappointed look. <laughs> I got the, I got the, you're a great student, Taylor. You'd be like the kid in class That's giving the I disappointed look yeah, for the teacher to other people. <laughs> you would see the teacher do it and you'd look over at the other kid and be like, I right, thought I right. told you. You're like, uh, I what, reminded you. You're like, uh, whoever played iCarly in School of Rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was Miranda Cosgrove. I am Miranda Cosgrove. Uh, and, yeah, me and, and Mr. McCombs. That leads well, us to our he. next guest, Miranda Cosgrove. <laughs> Miranda Cosgrove? Welcome. If you say her name three times, she shows up <laughs> and calls you a boob. <laughs> a That's boob. what she does. She did that from in Drake and, and Josh. Then you go, Megan. I, don't, See, I didn't watch Drake and Josh. See, we just missed Drake and Josh. Drake and Josh is like, you're me. like three oh, years no. younger than us. Me really hard. It took me a while to realize that people like a little bit younger than us fucking love Drake oh, and it's Josh. Like yeah, I didn't get on board with that. Like, I bet you can finish this. This Are you calling me a liar? I'm not calling you a truther. Yeah. Oh, yeah, see, Josh, yeah. he says that yeah. later. Yes. I, I didn't realize that. He goes realize say that. that, he goes say that. I'm think sorry, you put me on the spot. Seemingly, you've watched all of Drake and Josh. No, I watched it in secret. I didn't think anyone else was watching it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be dropping Drake and Josh jokes in school all the time. Because, like, what the fuck are you talking about? We are graduating. I, I, <laughs> we are graduating. Why are you still watching Disney? It's on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> I was such a big Drake and Josh fan. I saw Drake Bell in concert. Like last okay. year? Yeah. Yes, last year. That's <laughs> yeah, I got Drake Bell's concert DVD for Christmas. <laughs> Your favorite movie is the Red Dawn remake with Josh Peck. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, another Josh. <laughs> I think it's kind of Josh Peck's like trying to be like Josh like, Peck is skinny and killing it. He's just like an Instagram and inf- like he's like yeah, a YouTuber he stopped now. doing everything. everything. <laughs> he like he just is like a, he's leaned into being a personality, so he just he's like, leaned makes, into being Josh from Drake and Josh. He's like makes yeah. weird but tweets like, hot and, like now. He's like, did like, you guys know that I can make the same money as I do making movies, but I just make YouTube videos? Yeah, he has for like six minutes. It's I, think, true. I think it's fucking weird. Like he has this one video where like he's just with and he's married one of his cronies. Yeah, 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 Miranda Cosgrove. Miranda Cosgrove. <laughs> he was like, and her 18th birthday wedding day. <laughs> yeah, he's a weirdo. He's yeah. a weirdo. Him and R. Kelly, best friend. I want to start a beef with Josh Peck. But no, there's like a video where he's just like goes up to somebody and he's like, hey, here's $10,000. <laughs> and 
and they just videotape the guy's reaction. That's annoying. That, is that it wasn't of... me. <laughs> <laughs> you I just was... need to position yourself like next to Josh Peck yeah. at all time. I, I, you know what? I take it all back. I'm Team Josh. Were you Team Drake before? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had the tough. He got in a motorcycle. There's, there's a really sad interview of Drake, like where he he's like, "So you weren't invited to Josh's wedding?" And he goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't. <laughs> it sucked." <laughs> You're like, "How did that make you feel?" He's like, "It sucked. <laughs> I thought we were friends." <laughs> he's just he's just broken. Oh, no, uh, you're bummer. so rich. Why can't you invite that guy to your wedding? That doesn't make sense. I think he didn't want him there. You gotta imagine that. Drake's gonna be a handful at a wedding. <laughs> yeah, he was yeah, a total handful. He's uh, yeah. What are those? He had a pretty bad drug problem, didn't he? I think it was like a alcohol drink alcohol. and driving problem. Which, yeah, right. Which ooh. is what caused that big. That's why he has the the bangs because he has a huge like gash in his forehead where he got that in a goes bad perfectly accident. along with where bangs would that's go. That's right. Yeah. And this concludes our episode of Hot Takes on Drake. <laughs> <laughs> we got to rename this podcast. Yeah, I, I honestly think I'll work with Drake. We'll get a bigger listenership. The more niche you go, the yeah. bigger your There's audience. There's lots of Drakes. We could talk about all the Drakes. Yeah, we're oh. all both of them. Uh, <laughs> all both of them. That's Drake right. and Drake with Dalton and Logan. I think that is our next episode. Well, you ready to get into homework? Probably. It's probably should get home where people, if people are, I, you notice I didn't do the whole thing. I know episode, I know at, finally at episode like 35, you stopped telling exactly what time we're going to do stuff and well, what each section was. The industry calls that slating. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, a little bit off there. So, everybody's probably lost on what's oh, going on. Oh, they're like, oh my god, is, is this the part What was just... that whole first section? When's the homework? Do they end it? Uh, all? Uh, <laughs> there was... It's time for homework, guys. It's time, time for, for homework. HW. Yeah. So, according to last week's episode, we don't really have head of the class, right? I mean, I guess the one before that was Tori. You were the head of class. Oh, I'm the class. head of class. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So, I will... No, from T.O. The T.F. What? Do we have the law episode, <laughs> then we had the T episode? Yeah, you're two times. Oh, God, I'm a genius. Um, borderline. borderline. Let's not I'm get sorry, ahead borderline of genius. You're right. Borderline. Let's not get ahead of uh, You don't have a grant yet. Huh? Huh? A grant. A MacArthur grant. Oh, you're right. Uh, Got to get that grant. I don't think I can get it. I can only get like half of it because I'm borderline. He's borderline. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right, right, right. We did it. We did a. We'll he did he, IQ he... test for one episode, and he was borderline genius. Mm. Yeah, it's like approximately one thirty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I dictate it as resident borderline genius that Dalton goes first. Okay, my homework. So we switched it over to sororities from. Drinking games, because those are not condoned by fraternities. But for my homework, I did something a little different. I uh, I decided to just bring a a, a a witness to the whole sorority experience. Who? Taylor. Taylor? Yeah. You Hello. were in a sorority the I whole time? I was in a sorority the whole Whoa, time. Yeah. but you're not in I'm a spirit jersey. <laughs> That's right. I'm not, but I was. I was there. This is my most elaborate way so far of not doing my homework. <laughs> <laughs> Fully bringing in a guest. Hey, of all of them, I'll take this one. He did get me here. I'll I mean, that, that took some homework. He, got, yeah. he picked you up. No. No, I uh, drove. So. You made her drive, Dalton? <laughs> yeah. I made her pick me up. <laughs> Who says chivalry is dead? <laughs> well, take the reins, man. This, this is cool. I'm excited about this. Okay. Well, do you have you want to start by talking about your, your experience? Yeah, sure. 
So take it away. Okay. Talk as much as you want. I can't believe you tell okay. us everything. Why? Thank you so much. I like the concept of like if we did this for any other homework, if I just like brought in a tea shop owner <laughs> and just went, go for it. <laughs> Do your thing. Talk about tea. Come on. If you run out of stuff, I'll ask you questions. Okay. Well, so the tea is that I really didn't want to be in a sorority. Me and my mom would make fun of them all the time when I was in high school. It was kind of our little like running joke. The whole high sororities school work? sororities, sororities work. yeah, they kind of work. And so freshman year, all my friends were like gonna join a sorority, and I was like, not for me, thank you very much. And then my friend dragged me to the first little recruitment event, and I just kind of stayed. I just kind of stayed there. That's how they get you. That's how they that really. That's how they get you. And when they would, when the girls would ask me at these events, like, "Oh, why do you want to join a sorority?" I would say, "Oh, well, I like I heard it's cheaper housing." Like I, I was not. Oh, you gave an answer. Yeah, you didn't I go, said. Like, I don't think I that was your actual answer. Like no, I heard like it's I cheaper housing. Like I literally said that, and and then I heard from my friends later, older friends that were in the sorority already. Like, please do not say that again. Like, don't do that. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, okay. No. So, so after I got past that, the fact that I didn't want to really be there and all my friends were just doing it, so I kind of went, um, yeah, then I was in Tri Delta, uh, by the end of the week and I was, the first day was very overwhelming. I was like, oh no, big mistake. I should not have done this. They hit you quick with some stuff, They eh? hit me real quick and... I was kind of spooked. I think everyone could tell that I was spooked, especially the girls that I already knew. They thought you were a flight risk. <laughs> <laughs> no, for yeah. real. As far as recruitment goes, like, yeah. you, you can tell like the kid is like, oh, I'm going home. <laughs> I'm done. I'm yeah. good. And and the first the first day, like your your bid day, it's called, when you yeah, get your bid. We know. I know, but maybe the people at home don't know. Uh, they don't. This is good. Right, this is right, a good point. Right. Okay. Yes, thank you. Yeah. So that day is full like once you get your bid it's just like go 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 full of like a thousand girls in your face until you're like it's like 2 a.m and we were like at a skating rink and just still having fun and I was just like Ooh, I don't I might have really fucked up like I don't know if this is good yeah 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 um, but then my friends that told me, that were already there and were older, told me, like, please stick it out. Like, that's not really the That's, general... like, the mandatory fun they make yeah. you do. Right, yeah. That's not the general vibe. Like, the vibe is much chiller than that. So I listened. And it was true. Yeah. It wasn't quite so terrifying as it had been the first day. So it took some time. But, yeah, I really liked it. It was... Just uh, a good group of, you know, 40. There were only, like, 40 girls that lived in the house when I lived there. Mm-hmm. So How many people in the chapter total? 90. Okay, so, so yeah, that's about small. right. That's about right. Is that small for Kent? Well, I, well, I didn't go to Kent. What? Am I losing it over here? You're losing she's, it. She's You're from Kent. It. I'm oh, from we Kent. We talked about that. Oh, my gosh. I'm from Kent, but I didn't oh. go to Kent. <laughs> Where'd you go to school? I went to Millican University. Oh, Millican. Shout out yeah, yeah, yeah. to the big blue. We don't have a mascot. It's just blue. The sure. color. That's cool. Hey, you know yeah. what? You went from Teddy Roosevelt to just the color blue. Those are, <laughs> those are two great things. Those are two really cool That's mascots. about as, that's, that's as specific as you can get. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As vague as you can If you put Teddy Roosevelt in a blue suit... That's Boy, it. That's, that's, your, that's your whole life. You're right. All in one picture. <laughs> yeah. 
Absolutely. Your life in one picture. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so you went to Milliken. Mm-hmm. That's in like cornfields in Illinois. Sure, yeah, sort yeah. of nearby U of I. Okay. Yeah. And so, give us cherry in the pit of being in a sorority. What does that mean? Means the best part and the worst part. The best part and the worst part. The best part is I met a bunch of girls who weren't theater majors. I was a theater major. Mm. And so you're only really in school with theater people who can be kind of a lot. I will admit, I can be kind of a lot sometimes. Other theater people can be even more than kind of a lot. So it was nice to meet girls that weren't theater majors. Mm -hmm. Maybe I, maybe I had really no... Like connections with them, but it was okay because they were different. That was important. Switch your circle up. Switch your circle up. Get to know some Republicans. That's cool. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Well, you're sitting with two right now. As as Logan has established many times in this podcast, this is an alt-right podcast. This is an alt-right podcast. (laughs) I'm just kidding. We're left. And that brings us to our next sponsor, Breitbart. Breitbart. (laughs) Do you want the news? Try Breitbart. Try again. Me and Steve, we're close friends. What? I'm just going to keep going. Try again. <laughs> Try again. Oh, no, no. <laughs> so, okay. So that was the best part. The worst part, I would say. The pit, please. The pit. The pit. The pit, please if you will. What was the pits? Of <laughs> sorority living would be. You don't like sorority living? I would say the food. The food? Your food was the pits. Did you have a, a chef in house? We did, yeah. Were you on the three meals a day plan? I was on two meals a day, and they had like bagels around if you wanted to eat breakfast. Uh, Or you wanted a little cereal thing. They kind of looked down on you if you ate a third. (laughs) They were like, "Mm, a third meal? No, the chef would look down on me when I ate the bagel for lunch again because I was like, I'm so sorry, but I can't eat whatever that is that's over there. What were they they making you? They were making just carbs for every meal, really, that were just not too tasty. Like big vats of fucking pasta (laughs) sauce and stuff. Pasta, pasta, and also pasta. There were like three options. They were all pasta. Yeah. Yeah. uh, That would go over just fine at a fraternity. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, sometimes it was great. Sometimes it was great. Taco Tuesdays was always a a banger. That's nice. You know? The, The other pits, I would say, would be sleeping in dormers. That was not so fun. Say, so, describe what a dormer so is. So a dormer, so the way that our sorority house was set up, um, it was like a house to begin with, and then they kept adding on. So it was like sh- smaller maybe than usual. Mm-hmm. So all of the rooms, they would, would house like two to three to four people, um, but they were, they were really only room for a dresser and like maybe a chair, and you had some closet space, mm-hmm. and that was kind of it. So your bed was upstairs in the attic. Gotcha. Yeah. And everyone would sleep upstairs. They call that a cold what? air. Yeah. Is what they call that right. in and old it was, school fraternities. Yeah, Barracks. the dormers. That's what that we called them. Horrible. And it was cold, dark, and quiet twenty four hours. So you could go up there and sleep whenever you want. So they call it cold air. That's yeah. weird. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah, people thought it was kinda of weird and I was like this when I toured, I was like, This is kinda of weird. And everyone was like assured me that it was not weird. And <laughs> And it wasn't as weird as it may as it could have been, I think, because I found like a good corner where my bed wasn't next to like six other people. Yeah. But but the the um the alarms in the morning is what really. Yeah, that's nuts. Is not. Was yeah, not I don't too think fun. I don't think I mean I definitely could have dealt with it, but I feel like I would have 
really need to have that normalized to me. Like, mm-hmm. I, especially how bad dudes snore and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, like, oh, I know everyone. I know, I know everyone snores. They snore too. But like straight sawing logs, that kind of snoring. I think I like the few times we had to do like overnights, places and stuff. I was like, I, I don't know if I can do this, man. I I can, I can barely. I love having roommates that you get along with, but yeah, no, having that there's mi- thirty of them and they're all sleeping. Here's like nearby. the wor- like not the worst thing with roommates besides like like cleanliness stuff would be like sleeping pattern mm-hmm. stuff like when they're around or whatever. So I guess it'd be nice to always have your room. Yeah. To hang out in? Yeah. That kind of helped me because I'm like, my body knows where I sleep, you know? So uh-huh. if I like, if I move nearby my bed, my body just, it's like, okay, good night. Okay. So like, like when I was a freshman, I couldn't do homework in my dorm because my yeah. bed was there. And it's so my body was rest. like, good night. Yeah, exactly. So that was helpful because it kind of separated. You really only go in there to like change and maybe if you have a TV... Like, watch something. But there's a TV, like, with a couch downstairs that, like, you can watch down there. And there's tables downstairs where you can do homework. And there, so it was, yeah. It kind of was helpful to separate all that stuff. But the sleeping part was maybe, yeah, not not quite so fun. It sounds, I would hate that. You, I feel like you, you wouldn't have any of your own space, really. Yeah, you, you don't. Feel, no, you ah. don't. You share, you're, you share every single space you have with, like, Minimum of three and maximum 40 other 20-year-olds. So what was your big philanthropy event every year? Um, it was called D-Hop, Delta House of Pancakes. Oh. So we would make, <laughs> we would make breakfast food to raise money. Our, our like, charity was always um, St. Jude. Yeah. Yeah, so there would be, you know, all of campus would come – and eat as many pancakes as they wanted. And we would make an infinite number of pancakes. And then the money would go to St. Jude. That sounds like an actual college movie <laughs> story of like a of what a sorority. <laughs> 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 we Delta did. House of Pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. But a lot of, and maybe I worked at U of I for like a minute. Mm-hmm. House culture there. Big, bigger school a bigger. little bit. Some mm-hmm. say. Uh, if you have like a chef and you have a house, you're for sure doing a food philanthropy. <laughs> There's probably a good amount of food. We well, we made it though. Our house mom, or not our house mom, but our our chef was not there because it was like after hours. Oh, so you we, were doing the pancakes. I made the pancakes. You specifically oh. made all the pancakes. Yeah, I did. Wow, that's pretty cool. Okay, mm-hmm. so what? So famous alum? Do you have any? Famous alum, uh, Elizabeth Banks. Whoa. <laughs> She, Lizzie Banks. Lizzie Banks. Now this is from Milliken. No, not from <laughs> Milliken. But from Milliken, we have Jody Benson, voice of Ariel from The Little Mermaid. That's Whoa. cool. That's yeah. a cool alum. That's, That's a cool really alum. cool alum. Yeah, yeah and well, she, she wants wasn't... to know where the people are. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, she does. Did you guys sing those songs? Yeah. <laughs> oh, of course. Walking but, around those wee colors things. And Sierra Bogus, she was not a Delta alum. Is that the Netflix movie? Everyone hates Sierra Bogus. Oh, close. (laughs) Yeah, that was it. (laughs) But no, Sierra Bogus went to Milliken also, and she was not a Delta, but she was um, Ariel on Broadway in The Little Mermaid. Why are there so many Ariel? Why are there so many? I I don't know. Look at that. Yeah. So, Greek life's not all about parties, but... Not all about parties. 
Did you guys have like a big cornerstone mixer, or maybe was your like a formal, or uh, I don't know what you called them on your campus? No, nothing. Nothing. You didn't have like a big like everyone looked forward to this at the year. No, there were like formals, but they weren't like bangers at all. No one, no one would go like, "Whoa, senior formal this year," and everyone would go like, "Whoa, remember last year's senior formal?" (laughs) I feel like every chapter has like a specific party or like a specific thing that happens. No, we had nothing, and we really it was really strict about not having alcohol in the house. So everyone, yeah, I I would figure as much on that. Yeah, everyone would like drink in their cars before not driving. We would not drink and drive, but we would just. Consume the alcohol in our Just cars. In your cars? Yep. We would call it cardying. Like, instead of a party, a cardi. Did hey. you guys all, like, bounce around to, like, I'm going to go run in this car now? Yeah, right. Yeah, we would all, Was it, like, like controversial if someone had, like, their keys in the ignition? <laughs> 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 be like, uh, we are one step away from a felony. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, no, there was really no... I, maybe that's because we're, like, a pretty small school, so mm-hmm. rules were pretty strict. But there was not... I thought maybe... There would be some partying. There was not really very much partying what? as a tri-delta. Oh. Specifically, like, deltas together partying, except for, like, formal. There would be, like, there would be a bar that you could buy drinks. Did you party more with the theater kids? Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh. Those theater kids. The theater kids, they got some wild parties. Always themed. So Always themed. This was sometimes... <laughs> if I can't show up in a costume, I'm not yeah, fucking Yeah, the, theater kids would fucking <laughs> knock those out apart. Yeah. That was cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, for sure. This is a... a somewhat related question i feel like theater kids you i don't i'm not sure what the makeup of millican was like mm-hmm. but um very gay Continue. oh okay that's <laughs> that is what i was going to ask okay. now uh was it weird for you to be in a sorority and being a theater kid was there like a stigma around you you felt no not at all because um you had to live either in this one particular housing development called the woods or um or a house or a sorority house you're when you were a junior or a sophomore there's no other housing options for you so that's why I like when I was going to events would say like oh I'm gonna live here because it's cheaper which I was not supposed to do but um it wasn't really frowned upon because there were no other housing options um and it was a small school and like 30 percent of kids are in Greek life so it's like a pretty high number so it was accepted on the campus it It wasn't like a weirdo it was totally accepted and I was kind of like peer pressured into it like, whereas most places, I feel, would have kind of done the opposite. Yeah, I feel like at BW, it was kind of like, a lot of theater kids would not join Greek life. No, they would There was like a stigma against it. There yeah. was. I mean, there was. it was definitely like, well, BW is such a small, it's like a small, how, how big was Milliken? The same size as BW. It was 3,000? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so it has that same kind of thing, but the percentage was way down, and I think the communities were like micro-segmented. So it'd be like you'd either do like Greek life and you'd have like one or other you'd activity, be a theater person. Or, or you'd be a theater, yeah. or you'd be a baseball kid, or yeah. you would be like a student athlete that is a baseball kid. <laughs> uh, yeah, athletes wouldn't even bridge the gap too much. Hardly ever, yeah. and like it I mean to be like one or two in organization or mm-hmm. something like that. And then even like other like even like film kids, it would be like kind of like some some of them would do it, some wouldn't. Just very. Um, yeah. Very tribal, I would say, is what it yeah. felt like. No, yeah, I was. It was a good thing that it was like so, so many people in it because I probably wouldn't have done it otherwise. And like, I'm glad that I did it. I definitely, you know, met people that I wouldn't have otherwise, or like had experiences that I wouldn't have otherwise. So, yeah. Do you think you'll tribal. be an active alum? 
Probably not. I don't know. I don't know. It, it's fine. It depends on, yeah. I haven't really invest, figured out where the Chicago chapter is, but. Oh. Maybe, maybe I will. If you get like really rich one day, will you get like, throw, <laughs> throw them some money? Uh, I'll throw St. Jude's. If you get really sure. rich, they're oh. contacting you. But you could throw it through. You could throw it to St. Jude through them. Mm. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> I'll, maybe I'll maybe I'll give like, maybe I'll give the the Millican Tri Delta some like some really good food or like oh. like a, like a new yeah. If I become if I get lots of money and become a famous actor, provide I'll, some IHOP for DHOP. Yeah, we have right. this. On this is recorded yeah. forever. Yeah, I, I hope you know they can use Milligan, this against Milligan you. Milligan Tri Delta. I guarantee, if I become famous, you will get ten thousand dollars. There you Whoa. go. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> locking it in. So Lock, that is locked. That's in. a bold Lock thing because you could be famous and end up being poor. Change <laughs> no, 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 to no. a truly if famous, I'm famous person. The, qual- the qualifier is I'm famous enough to like give ten thousand dollars at random. Yeah, I feel. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, that's famous. That's like, famous. But I mean, like, what if you're famous and you lose it all? I mean, they're like, they rope you in, like you said it though. Yeah, I feel so like ten thousand be great, right? Yeah, now. you'd have to be like really, not really famous, but like you can't just like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like the qualifier. I'm with you. Okay, great. I think like not just like on one season of a popular show, you get, you're gonna need you're not gonna you're gonna need it to run seven. Okay. I'm never making any commitments. <laughs> no. I'm not saying not no if I get famous. You're not, no one's getting a dime from me. Yeah, I mean, it would be a rare occasion. <laughs> um, okay. That's my homework. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Very well done. Well, Thank I you. guess we can then use that to segue into fraternities. That's you, man. That's all you. What's Frats. your homework? Frats. We want to hear it. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm being judged. What's the difference? Can I ask a first question? <laughs> yeah, well, this is not usually a Q&A. <laughs> but I, I actually but I am like excited to, ask, to have a question. What's yeah. the difference between a frat and a fraternity? Huh? There is none. Is there none? Because <laughs> okay. people would get kind of annoyed if you would say, like, oh, you're in a frat. Okay, so well, you wouldn't deal. call it country have... a cunt, would you? <laughs> I have a state. I have a. I have a. I have a prepared statement on this. Okay, great. Was it bad? Yeah. No. I mean, here's the deal. I don't care that much about the whole frat fraternity thing. It's okay. very campus based. If so you're an abbreviation. So to give the the listeners at home a background, uh, I used to travel around doing both combination, like opening up new chapters for my organization, mm-hmm. as well as like going around mainly doing disciplinary <laughs> actions to chapters and stuff. Um, not that our chapter was like perfect or golden or anything like right. that, but you get to see a shit ton of campuses and you would go to some campuses and they'd be like, you're going to, you, you work for the frat, right? And that'd be like a brother of the fraternity, right? And so you'd be like, oh, so you're cool with saying frat. And then you go to some other people and you hear someone say frat and they'd be like, it's a fraternity, dude. Like, don't say frat. <laughs> and it's like this weird chip on the shoulder that these fraternity guys have. Like, I, our campus is very much a fraternity campus. Mm-hmm. You didn't say frat if you were in the fraternity. Um, but it changed a little bit over time. It started to. And yeah. it really, if you think about it, one million percent doesn't matter. No, like no, not even. You say like people just get like upset about it because they. It's that it's that instinct to be like, I, I'm in a frat, and then people start to associate like the whole frat boy thing. Yeah, and there's like the fraternity man thing. But like once you kind of 
understand that it doesn't like you are you are not the reason people think of stuff this yeah. way. <laughs> like, I hope we have some old ass alum who get mad and hate mail. Be like, it's, you really shouldn't say frat. Like, I, <laughs> like my personal preference would be fraternity still, just because like that's what I'm used to saying. But like, if someone says frat, it's like not nails on a chalkboard. Huh? Right. Okay. <laughs> but some right. people get upset. But it's like it's funny to get upset about an abbreviation because <laughs> that's yeah. like what it is. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> anyway. Into the homework. Okay. So fraternities have a long storied tradition in America. And what we're going to solve today on Homework with Friends is we're going to learn a little bit about what they are. And we're going to see, do do they need to exist anymore? Do we need fraternities? (laughs) I'm currently employed by one, so I think, spoiler alert, sure. Yeah, we do. (laughs) I like when somebody else gets to witness you doing your homework like you're doing it for an entire classroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everyone. So, fraternities were founded initially on December 5th, 1776. What? That's an important year. Yeah. What? Right, for what? You know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just a dunder frathead. Because <laughs> the first I'm just a big idiot. I'll do that. 1776 is important because frat stuff? Yeah, my name is Moose. Uh, but it was the <laughs> Phi Beta Kappa Society was founded at the College of William and Mary in Williamsburg, Virginia, a very historic university. Um, they were the first one that established the precedent of naming the letters after Greek initials as well as having Greek mottos. A lot of that just came from literary influences. So people who were is more common to study Greek and Latin, they would have these kind of Latin-sounding passwords and phrases and stuff. It honestly... I think the funny thing I learned in my brief research on this and kind of experiencing this, all of this stuff that everyone's like, oh, this is ritual, this is mm-hmm. the important piece of our fraternity, is made up by 18, 19, 20-year-old dudes, <laughs> like, in college, right? So, like, it, it's not... Old dudes. Huh? Old dudes, like, or from a long time ago, but... I mean, they're from old, the olden times. No, right. the, they're made, it's made up by the current yeah. 18, 19, And it's back when you only learned, lived to 35. So, yes, they were all middle-aged <laughs> men. <laughs> um, but, so anyway, so, like, a lot of these, like, organizations started around that time. And in a lot of ways, it was... It, it is, like, tribalism. It's basically just, like, people coming together on a campus going, like, you're part of my club. Let's create some traditions for our club. Um, the same way that, uh, what you call it, Grog was a, <laughs> a game that your church played. Yeah. Like they any, still play. Any group they has still play. rituals. Don't necessarily need to involve like robes and candles. They can pretty much be anything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that spawned the trend of having these like Greek lettered organizations, and, and then really they all just every there's like seventy fraternities nationally. There's like a ton. Exactly. No, not exactly. It's like about, and then there's like local ones. So it's really hard to actually count how many fraternities there are nationally, but a ton of campuses, I think over 800 campuses have fraternities on them. Um, so to get into like the true history of every single one of them is a bit daunting because there's local histories, national histories. For the most part, it seems like the trend that you can pick up on is that guys at campuses inevitably get together, form little cliques for whatever their mission might be. Typically, it revolves around like leadership, campus involvement, service, philanthropy. Those are like kind of like the main tenets. Like today, those are like the outward-facing tenets. Mm-hmm. I think at its core is stuff that you mentioned, Taylor. Is a lot of the times it's a utility, it's a house on campus, it's a meal plan for people. Uh, I think an over, an often 
overlooked utility is like friendship mm-hmm. sometimes where it's like it provides a home base Maybe for your friends yeah um when i used to <laughs> it, <laughs> honestly yes like people would get all mad so a doll in reference is like a, a, a common jab at fraternities like you pay for your friends and like in fraternity world they teach you like don't say you pay for your friends mm-hmm. in my opinion you're paying and i'm you are you are literally paying to here's, be a part of say you uh you're paying to be able to do the same stuff as your friends yeah <laughs> exactly and then well, it's a part of it it's a pay-to-play kind of system it means literally paying your dues in the truest sense you were paying physical yeah. tender mm-hmm. to be a part of something so to say your pay for friends is not inherently negative but it's also not untrue mm. <laughs> um so Oh God, sorry. God damn. My it, iPad. Dude. I just turned on iMessage on my iPad, and I don't know how to turn off the sound. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well dock five percent from your grade right oh, now. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so fraternities began to spread slowly westward, as did the country. Oh my God. God damn. It. It's all good. <laughs> Going on airplane mode now. <laughs> they began to expand westward. Uh, like I said before, fraternities began to also um, get into the housing market on campuses. So they would buy properties, fill it. Campuses said, oh, I like that. Now we don't have to buy dorms for students. So it actually became a pretty cohabitational thing for the universities to have fraternities on their campuses. Especially fraternities that got to the point where they were housing hundreds of guys uh, in barrack-style living. Like you were talking about, Taylor. Um, and all that, all that comes from war stuff. They learned all of that mainly from military guys who came back either post wars or just had military backgrounds. A lot of like the early communal dining halls was all based after like old school military stuff, mm-hmm. which also segues into the dark side of fraternities and sororities. What's that? Hazing. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. I thought that was the fun side. Uh, Isn't that why people too? join? People die. Uh, yeah, <laughs> people. Uh, plenty. Um, <laughs> I don't have the numbers, but name them. T- uh, too many. Um, they. If I learned one thing from the Nick Jonas movie Goat, it's that hazing is cool. <laughs> Golly, don't you are off the rails, sir. <laughs> it's not cool, guys. Um, so basically, <laughs> I can't laugh about it, sir. All right, I'm done making jokes. Thank goodness. So um, hazing came in. <laughs> I, I believe that's your true sentiment. Um, Hazen came in primarily post-Civil War. Um, it came in from several different military branches as well. Um, a lot of these guys ended up going to colleges after the war, and then especially like university growth happened big time in the late 1800s, early 1900s, both addition of universities and students going to universities. Um, a lot of those had war backgrounds. And think about all the wars we hit until what we know fraternities are today. Just name them. All of them. Every, <laughs> Every war? Yeah, this is a pop quiz. Spanish-American. Okay, that's it. That's the only war. That's the only war. <laughs> and yeah. they actually say this article, people came back from the Spanish-American war pissed <laughs> <laughs> and trying to whip freshmen's asses. <laughs> uh, no, so a lot of these, um, you know, predictably young men picked up these habits from, like, older guys in military units, and then they passed on to those young and old guys. And then that got passed on to different subunits. And it's not just fraternities that haze every organization. Like, sports teams are notorious for hazing. Mm-hmm. So are marching bands. Um, a lot of collegiate, like, everything. I'm sure there might have been some forms of hazing in theater. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you're going to say? <laughs> yeah. More than, more than Delta, for sure. See? So, I mean, like, we every... weren't allowed to treasure hunt. 
because that was considered to be hazing. Exactly, yeah. So there's a, a huge amount of stuff that's considered hazing today. Um, I will say, like, the majority of, like, news stories you see are about hazing as far as, like, kind of, like, the bigger, bolder headlines are regarding that. Um, but, so it definitely does exist, but I, I think the one thing that I, I know from just experience and know from some research is that pretty much every organization has hazing banned, but that works about as well as telling anybody not to do something, right? Yeah. Like, people are going to end up doing it, especially if it's ingrained in their culture, um, and it just is a matter of time before it's either found out, something goes too far, um, and then, like, organizations just try their best to, like, mitigate it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, like, the tricky part with it is, like, how do you change decades of behavior? And then, like, these, like, dudes coming back saying, well, you guys don't do the mm-hmm. the rope-a-dope anymore? Yeah. And then some exactly. guy goes, like, hey, what's the rope-a-dope? <laughs> and then you go, suddenly, you gotta bring, you it, gotta bring the rope-a-dope <laughs> back. And you're like, oh, god damn it, they're doing the rope-a-dope again? <laughs> I hated that part. How do they even do this? But it's, like, that's the nature of these organizations. I'm, I'm sure from 1776 until now, there's just been these, like, cyclical things but also things that don't hold true anymore um i have some fun facts about fraternities i would love to hear them um before that real quick i mean i feel like it's most people have their perception of fraternities uh listening to this and i think some of them are probably spot on it's probably some of them are way off i think at their core my little statement on fraternities is a lot of times it's just like it's kind of like some nerdy business as far as like guys dressing up and going to a meeting on Sundays, <laughs> uh-huh. that's pretty dorky. Like, that's some dorky stuff. Just talk about stuff, like, dumb stuff. Like, truly Yeah, either, it. like, talk about dumb stuff at the end or, like, talk about, like, the event that they're working yeah. on. It seems, it's a very goofy, when you think about it, a very funny thing that people do pay, invest money into being a part of. And then, I also do want to acknowledge, like, there is a ton of dumb stuff in fraternities. Like, not so much, like, like, traditions and things like that but yeah. like just like bad habits like some toxic behaviors like negative group thing that can happen from it um that i just think is like very pervasive in the community but i will say most groups try i have an article that i found recently that try their best to like get away from that yeah. somewhat. i think it, i was talking about this today earlier today and i think a lot of good comes from it too it's just like nice to have an organization that for some reason just makes like a group of guys go like you have to get this many community service hours done <laughs> and you're like huh? and you have to like raise this much money for this charity and it just ends up being a good thing because then you i mean people get on each other like you didn't get your community service hours done man yeah it's weird yeah. like we we especially came from a chapter and most chapters are like this maybe it's more of a check the box kind of thing but like we came from a chapter that was like you did. Why were you at the philanthropy event, dude? Yeah. Like, why didn't you raise? Why didn't you go to the the try the Delta Hop or whatever? Why weren't you making pancakes? Yeah, no, seriously. Like, people, there are yeah. like fights. you didn't go buy pancakes. There are fights at meetings about people not going to D Hop. I guarantee yeah, it. And it's definitely. like, if you think about it, very funny. And like, that's the shit you don't see. Yeah. But obviously, like the shit you do see does happen. So like, there's a negative light on that for a reason. But you gotta think out of um, the 800 like campuses that there are, and the maybe like four big headlines you hear a year for the most part the vast majority of guys like are like aren't throwing crazy stupid parties yeah aren't like doing yelling the n-word on a bus most like most aren't but most there's <laughs> but but in, <laughs> but any amount is like too many right. and that's like, that's like that's a line you have to climb yeah. so that's why it's like sometimes when i was going through articles on this and this this is a very free form episode this is like a discussion episode um, like most of the articles you see, it, it, everyone kind of just goes like, well, what do we need them? 
And then some of them even went like, well, they're probably going to happen anyway to some form or another. They're always going to happen. Like you can take away all the Greek letters in the actual organizations, and they'll they'll just start forming. In like other my ways. my friends who went to Ohio State, they were in a fraternity. They just didn't have Greek letters, basically. Yeah. It's like they passed the house down to people. There was like not they weren't recruiting people, but people would like come to their like parties or like come hang out with them and play FIFA on like Sundays, mm-hmm. and then suddenly like those people own the house the next year that's yeah. like all and then, it's just like a 12 like, person fraternity just getting roped in by one person to go play fifa yeah or exactly it's like come jam with me and play guitar yeah man. come play a guitar <laughs> yeah so it's like it's like it's very normal college stuff and then you slap greek letters on it and then maybe you multiply the number a few times and then suddenly somebody says oh you also have a philanthropy now yeah. that you you do service for you go like you care about this a lot and you're like oh, okay i care about this a lot and, then, and then you go like yeah. you, we do service hours most saturdays you're like okay i do service hours most saturdays it's like and it's also um 300 to 500 dollars a semester you're like oh okay uh <laughs> sure and then, and then like, you live you, here you paid like a thousand dollars a year for 12 t-shirts and a Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's some crazy things to it too. (laughs) So I think, like, yeah. But anyway, back to the back to the fun facts. (laughs) Um, It's hard to find fun fun facts because these are all very biased websites because they're like fraternity based websites trying to like we're good, we're good, we do we do good stuff. Um, But it says here, seventy six percent of all congressmen and women and senators belong to a fraternity or sorority. That's a high number. It's a very high number. That makes sense. Sixty-three uh, percent of the U.S. presidential's cabinet members since nineteen hundred have been Greek. Uh, first female senator was Greek. First female astronaut was Greek. Um, all of the Apollo eleven astronauts were Greek. Damn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so people oh. also think that there was like a heyday for fraternity sorority life, where like if you went to a college campus, everyone was Greek. Um, incorrect. Now more than ever is the highest population of Greek life. But do you think that's just because there's a higher population of people going to college? Yeah, I mean it's definitely because of that. But as far as is like, there like do you have you know like percentage wise? I don't know the I don't, I don't know the inflation off the yeah. end. <laughs> but it, there's a there's a much higher likelihood of people joining now than especially like a decade ago. Yeah. But as far as sheer numbers of people in a fraternity or sorority is like pretty high right now. Um, I guess there's a, sh- a steep increase from 2005 to 2012 or 2013 where surveying incoming college students, it, I think it was 2% said that they would join a fraternity, and now it's 12.5% said they would join a fraternity. It, yeah. Cool. yeah. Sorry, it's starting to grow a little bit. Um, I said earlier, just to give some people some scope of how many fraternities there are, which I think if you're from a campus where there was like 50, then you're like, yeah, of course there's a ton, but if you're from a campus where there's like four you like only think there's that many. There, are, like I said earlier, there are seventy of them. Um, they all belong to an organization called the NIC. So the fraternities are in a fraternity themselves that have a governing body on top of them. They all have to follow rules. Pretty much anything that you think a fraternity like should be banned from doing, they are. <laughs> so like majority of fraternity like houses that cannot be quote unquote wet, meaning that like alcohol is a huge problem within fraternity sorority life. Um, the same way, like you said, like you can't really have parties at your house. Most fraternities can't either. A lot of the times they just do it anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, there's a ton of regulations around that. Um, let's see. The biggest fraternity in the country is Ta Kappa Epsilon. It has 290 chapters. Is, is that's called, that's called Teak. That's Teak for you. Teak. We got one of those. Um, we got one of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, what were the Teaks like at your campus? Oh, they were, Yeah. 
So that brings us to my next topic. It's, fun, <laughs> it's funny when you meet somebody from any campus and then you say yeah. you're from like an organization or like you know of an organization. And they're like, oh. Like it, it's funny that they just think that that's the same way everywhere. Mm-hmm. So true. <laughs> so true. And it usually takes going to like your first national event. Which is another side note. So all these national organizations also all have national events, meaning like small little academies, um, big summer meetups where you get to meet all of the fucking weirdos from every other chapter. Mm-hmm. And then like if you don't see any other weirdos, then you're the weirdo at your chapter. <laughs> you're like, everybody is pretty normal. You're probably the worst one. Yeah, we fell within <laughs> that weirdo category half the time. I feel like our chapter did. Yeah, I only went to like... Two, two. Oh, we were like half and half. Like we definitely couldn't play ball with everybody, but mm-hmm. we also like weren't like left out of the dance ever. We we're just kind of like, huh? What well, are we? Something, something. Yeah. Did you ever go to a national event for your? Story? I never went. No. Oh, okay. So you, did you ever? Have you ever, like? Did you ever visit another chapter or anything like that? No, never. I, I I've like driven past Delta houses and been like, that's much nicer than the one I lived in. But <laughs> <laughs> that's really it. I've done a decent amount of like visiting other chapters and usually it's like you can get along for a night at least you know yeah but then you suddenly like but, they, you're, but like i can i would observe like i wouldn't have well the worst part too is like you're suddenly like you're seeing a, a shit ton of like new inside jokes that you don't know like a, yeah. a new reporters with everybody mm-hmm. and that's what goes back to your other point like just be just because you have a certain set of greek letters outside of maybe some common national traditions yeah. doesn't necessarily mean you're the same yeah you know what i There's, mean well absolutely and like being like you said earlier being somebody who was in the fraternity at bw and then finished school somewhere else where they had the same exact fraternity and didn't like join it it's just it's a whole different group of people like, right. was, yeah and there's guys who like get the bug and they're like if i'm so-and-so somewhere i'm so-and-so effing anywhere but for my like for my experience like doing the expansion thing and traveling around like we would go to campuses new campuses and there'd be like a like a transfer student from our organization yeah. and they would just be like oh cool sweet if you guys need help let me know but yeah, they're like, they're no, like thanks do you want to join like ah, i don't think so yeah no <laughs> all yeah, my friends absolutely. are at that school yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, right. uh, that's how it was it's like all my friends are like i really for the for me it was like i did it because all of my friends were already in like me and our friend jason joined second semester of yeah. the year and it was like all of the people we hung out with were already in it, so it's like I guess we'll do this to be able to hang out with everybody all the time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in the in the coolest parts, I would say, and and hopefully people can resonate with this. It's like it's nice to go anywhere and be like, oh, there's like probably like twelve people who want to go do something. Yeah. Right now, if I wanted, maybe I don't always hang out with them, but that's kind of cool that they would do that. And like, sure, there was a price on that, of course. Yeah. Um, but the same way that you have tuition at school or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, then also, again, there's like like dumb stuff that you didn't want to do that you're indebted to being a part of with the organization that maybe you wouldn't have chosen otherwise. Yeah. And then obviously, like, you just get lo- looped into... Looped? Roped? Um, I think both work. Loop? Mm-hmm. Both of them. <laughs> you get loped. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of get... Um, lumped in with everybody when you do like when you jo- when you join like a fraternity like you yeah uh, sounds cliche but you you do have to assume the bad and you do have to assume the good of not just your organization or your campus but like all of it mm. right for better or for worse and like there's some cute stereotypes and there's some like very not cute stereotypes mm-hmm. and i think it's always just kind of nationally up to that person to either like own it and fucking get better <laughs> and do stuff like that or just like 
like become that stereotype and i think unfortunately like a lot of people who become that stereotype are the, like the ones you see yeah. that's the interesting piece of it right because you get any group of dudes together especially 18 22 year old dudes not the funnest crew to hang no, out with. Animal. Animal. Fucking you quite literally have to be in that, like in it. I would probably hate myself if I met my like twenty year old. Self. If I had to hang out with peak, like twenty year old Logan, especially I, around that many, people, might be the first fight I ever get. Right? It was like it was probably like <laughs> I would probably fight myself. And that's where I'd say probably one of the biggest negative things for training. It's, it's one of the best things. It's one of the most negative things. It's like. I was thinking about this before the podcast because it's, it's hard to put this homework together given like just how much personal stuff there is with it. Yeah. But I was like, I was like, it is cool to have so many people who will just show up to an event you're at just because you're in their organization. That's like, the that's cool. It's like even yeah, like mm-hmm. like our like uh, some of our friends like a couple of our friends were in the theater community and they have a play and you have like. 30 dudes who are just like, yeah, we're going to go to your play. Of course. Yeah. Why would we not? <laughs> yeah, that was, that was like my favorite part. My, like my first semester as a Delta, a bunch of Deltas came to see my show and they'd never seen a piece of theater before in their entire lives. And they walked in and they, other friends told me that they, they were just like looking around really afraid during the headlights, like do we sit down? Like, they didn't know what yeah. to do. And that's, like, so great. Like, not that no, I, and I introduced would, yeah. them to theater, but that they came for me just because I was a part of this organization. And that's, like, I think that's fraternity stories, like, at their absolutely most endearing, is that it, it does, Moose does go to the theater because fucking <laughs> yeah. right. Johnny's in Greece. Like, right. he's right. like, well, I don't really go to theater much, but I'm supporting fucking Johnny. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna put I'm gonna yeah. put a suit and tie on, go to the theater. It's kind of fun. <laughs> Come on, Becky. <laughs> and that's like, oh man, that's great. Like, man, we got moose to the theater. That's kind of cool. The scary. <laughs> we got moose some culture. In yeah. Life. The scary thing though is it's like when suddenly fucking moose is teaching Johnny keg stands, and you just go like, God damn it, moose! Like, we got you to the theater. That was cute, but you can't be doing this. And moose is like, I know it's not bad, but like nationals ain't gonna get too mad at us, will they? And so like you just have to like deal. All with right. Johnny go round two <laughs> yeah so I mean it's just this big game of influence where you hope it's a net positive and you hope like what you had Taylor where it became this this enriching hopefully it served both a utility but also like broaden your horizons for better or for worse or at least taught you people you didn't mm-hmm. like which is yeah, as exactly. important as people you do like <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but then like more often than not like you go you see a group and it's just like 40 of the same dude Mm -hmm. and it can be a little scary when you see that when you don't see people actually pushing each other in different ways you see people maybe pushing each other down like the negative paths i think that's i think fraternities have a very unique skill to do that yeah because they don't have like a baseball game at the end of the week they don't have like a common goal that they have to come Mm -hmm. together to do unless it is like like the goal of fraternities tasked with is like be a group of good dudes and that can be pretty tough for like 60 guys to figure out yeah yeah right like what's a fucking good dude <laughs> yeah but win the fucking baseball game i can figure that out <laughs> yeah win the baseball game we're good so like when baseball teams have that kind of tribalism or whatever because yeah. they're very much a fraternity in themselves there's not the goal's different maybe that's why like the bigger the school the more fraternities that there are to join the the maybe the more likely that is to happen because the more specific a person is 
by more specific people. You know yeah, probably. Saying? Like, there's just more yeah. micro-segmenting right. of that as well. And then, and then there's also, like, the keeping up with the Joneses aspect of it where, like, you can see, like people are like oh what's the cool what's the best house on this campus <laughs> yeah, or like right. who's yeah. the coolest chapter and they're like it's the fucking burger burgers and they're like man the burger burgers are cool but then there's like the dirters who are like just the the worst chapter on campus and they're yeah. like we gotta get a house because the burger burgers have a house and you're like that's not why they're the best it's like this mm-hmm. weird well a lot a lot of it can come down to I know at least for guys it's a little bit different for sorority recruitment and rushing. Um, but for guys, it can just come down to the, the first cool upperclassman you talk to on campus. Yes, and then you're just you're 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 swooned like for the rest of the time. It doesn't matter like what your personality actually is. It's like if you get along with that one person who's trying to get you to the event, everybody's gonna act like that for the first month. Yeah, because you're not gonna have regardless of any group you're part of. Maybe you'll know people, but like your core group is not gonna be that big. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to be, like, a handful of people. Yeah. Whether you're, like, a 20-person chapter or you're, like, a 120-person chapter, you're probably, like, not hitting... Like, you're going to have different group texts. You're going to have a bunch <laughs> of different shit that you actually engage with. But um, I don't know where we're going with this anymore. I don't know <laughs> well, That's just how, yeah. It's an interesting think... discussion. <laughs> I don't... I, yeah, I don't think it ever, like... Fraternities will take on personalities. And for us, personally, I think, like, class by class, you could have, like... You, we would all just fall into the same personality like you couldn't tell like like our class like generally is exactly the same person very similar for, the, for yeah. the most part like everybody was the same class above us about the exact same one below us about the exact same they all just like you all fall into the same personalities and i don't know where i'm going with it either this is great i was just making maybe we should talk about this more <laughs> We don't talk about this in a lot. <laughs> I realized halfway through that, I was like, I don't know what my end um, is there. I hope you guys learned about fraternity. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, we have thoughts about it. We got a lot to say. Well, I mean, I don't know. I also, Like I said, a lot of it comes from uh, me working for it, which is what was one of my last points, is that there are... Um, I hope this doesn't just sound like I'm doing propaganda for like, a, like you can work at a fraternity. <laughs> or like, everything's all good. Because it just, it, it's not. I mean, there's a lot of shit that needs to get fixed with fraternities Mm -hmm. and i've had my struggles with working for a fraternity going like is this even like is this worth it honestly like is this Mm -hmm. a thing that people need but then i think i think you see enough of like fuck i don't think this kid would have graduated if it wasn't for the fraternity like i don't think this person would have been at the school for this um and that's like that's the cool part i think and i think there is something really nice whether or not they're doing it because they need to recruit guys because they need numbers or whatever there's something nice about just going up to a freshman and being like hey do you have anyone to eat lunch with yeah you should come eat lunch with us and like yes the underlying thing is i want you to join my organization and pay dues because that helps us all out but then again it's like what did the school do to get you there yeah it's also like the end game there is that they're trying to grow their chapter they're trying to get the the numbers that they want to hit but a lot of times, you, I mean, you end up meeting the best friends you got. Yeah, and I've literally, I've met chapters of, like, fucking, like, pro- like just 15 dudes before who just dig it. Like, yeah. lo- lo- love, love each other. Love each other. <laughs> they fucking love doing it. Like, like the most lovey-dovey dudes. And then I've also met chapters of 15 who just fucking suck. Like, they just, like, <laughs> hate each other. None of them knows why they're there. They're just mad that there's not more. <laughs> And, like, the same goes for any scale of organization. So it, it's just a very... 
For charities, I think it's just a goofy concept because what it is is the industrialization of clubs. <laughs> yeah. It's making a factory out of friendship. And how do you do that in a way that you're not simultaneously accountable for everything and also sucking the fun out of it? It's crazy that, like, even within fraternities, so... I think this is pretty common everywhere, but we have even families within a fraternity. Yeah, that yeah, make yeah. even more exclusive fraternities right. within a fraternity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then, like, it's the weirdest shit, dude. It's fucking goofy, and it's really like I said before. Once again, it, it's funny that a handful of guys, dozens in some case, will choose to meet on Sunday nights. Yeah, it's their choice. <laughs> you like. <laughs> You sign up for it, but a lot of the time, it's just like, once you're in it, you have to do it. This is your you're choice. You're paying yeah. $1,000 a, d- never... a year to get in a suit every Sunday. Yeah. I never yeah. wanted to go to church. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People just do it. <laughs> All right, let me look at my notes. This... So this has been the freeform discussion version of homework. Turned out, I thought this was going to be a short episode. <laughs> I, I thought so, too. <laughs> it might be our longest. Okay, so this is my last point the very last one very last point so there was an article that came out um from the new york times Uh, that's a good paper it's a great (laughs) paper i think it's so the article if you want to look it up i I would give it a read i mean i think it's probably less biased than i've been during this just because i feel like well a i work for an organization b i had a pretty good experience trying to keep that job trying to keep the job i mean (laughs) there's questionable things that happen of course Uh, but this one's called (laughs) A fraternity and a gentleman, or a frat boy and a gentleman, and the whole article is talking about um, somewhat changing the perception of how do we view the majority of people who are in these organizations and like what is the benefit of them, um, and it has a lot of stuff about how um, men in general are somewhat pressured into being like simultaneously labeled as toxic as a group. Mm-hmm as well as unable to show emotions as a group. Meaning it's we're not really conditioned to open up in a very like loving, caring, like productive way. Yeah. And by that same note we're also a lot of times labeled as closed off and negative group think. Yeah. Teams seem to prevail. Both like are very true, but this article kind of dives into that this person who did the reporting saw that mainly in fraternities they noticed that guys were like much more open to like have big airing out meetings, like grievance yeah. meetings, like meetings where dudes would like cry. Which I was reading, I'm like, yeah, I've seen dudes cry at meetings before. Yeah, um, like very ceremonious, like departures, like mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah, because it's all ritual based anyway. Yeah, and like Does ritual outside of like the robes, right. it's like ritual in terms of like like a catharsis that can get met just by a bunch yeah. of dudes coming together. I was like, oh, that's kind of a cool way to view it. And then, like I said, of course, there's like. Tons of bad shit, too, yeah. that happens. But interesting read, Frat Boy and a Gentleman, I'd, I'd look it up. That's cool. I'll say this on the pod. I think the only time I've ever cried around friends was with Fraternity Brothers. Oh. Yeah. We don't even have to dive into it. No, we don't know. We're not, I'm not going to dive into it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, I know I have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's an emotional time. Um and then there's like I feel I feel like I keep having to add like caveats because like, we're being yeah. positive about stuff. Of course, there's negative shit. If you're there's li- negative shit. If you're listening and you weren't part of a fraternity, me like I said, me and Dalton had a pretty good experience with it. But we also 
Um, I've seen these assholes fight. We've seen these. <laughs> no, I mean, we, we just, like, we've seen dumb shit. We've, like, done dumb shit. Yeah. Um, there's definitely, like, negative pieces of my college experience attached to the fraternity. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'd say, you know, by and large, a lot of it was positive. Um, and I think, if anything, like, it, it's, it's, I think it's good to know things I think are going in a good direction. Yeah. But, like, I think it just needs to, like, very consciously need, like, go in a good direction. Like fraternities as a general, like fraternities in general, like young dudes on college campuses in general. If you're a young dude on a college campus (laughs) and you listen to this podcast, I think, yeah, it's like, do good. (laughs) Hey, that's a great way to end it. Do Do good. good. (laughs) Do good, guys. (laughs) We know the grades. You heard it here first. We know the grades for this week. Grades for this week, (laughs) A's all around. It's A's all around. We're doing an A for effort week. No head of the class, no dunce. Uh, We can roll it over. Yeah, we kind of realized um, assigning homework and then doing this homework that, eh, where are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Don't give it A's. You guys don't want to hear 20 minutes of just facts about fraternities, so we shift everything to a discussion. Um, but we do have homework for next week. We do have homework for next week. You ready for it? Yeah. This is an Wait, exciting episode. are you telling me mine first? Yeah, why not? Well, no, you should I tell me. I yeah, should, yeah. I think I should tell you mine first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, as you guys know, me and Logan work at the same coffee shop. We have a boss that is super into karate. Karate. <laughs> and she has assured me that she has a free week of membership. And so, Logan, your homework <laughs> for this week is going to be to do a week of karate. <laughs> I really don't care what else you do. <laughs> you can come back. I just talk about it. Well, thank you. Can you talk, if you don't have enough, you can talk about karate in I'll general. I'll figure out some stuff. Yeah. I, 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 I just want you to go do karate for a week. I just made 35 minutes out of no homework being done, so I think I can, yeah. I think I can make it work. <laughs> um, okay, you ready for your homework? Yeah. Well, Donald, it sounds like karate. That's that's a bit of the martial arts, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> Well, I like how you're just thinking of this off the top of your head. Well, I do have a brother named Marshall. You do. And there's a particular art that he partakes in. You're slapping this together so quick. It's kind of crazy how everything's just really clicking. I think it's the borderline genius. Wow. Wow. 115, uh, 120, 130 borderline genius. Here I am. Did you just count up to your IQ? Yeah, my IQ was building. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you have a brother named Marshall, and he does a specific art. And Some would say it's a martial art. It's a martial art. So it is. Marshall <laughs> uh, Marshall does drag. Marshall does drag. Marshall, Marshall yeah. does drag. He's very good at it. He makes his own um, outfits. His looks uh, does his own seems seems stressing. Yeah, but I don't want to engender it. But he does his own sewing. There we go. He makes his own clothes. Makes his own clothes. There you go. Um, and so what I want you to do okay. is we touched on this a little bit with when I talked about Key West, but. Uh, teach us a little bit about drag. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe get Marshall on the phone. Do a little interview action. Yeah. Um, and then hopefully, I think you might have time to squeeze it in before next time we record. But maybe go to a drag show. I think I could probably squeeze that in. Be fun time. Fun time. And uh, an hour twenty in. I think that does it. That is it. <laughs> That's a long. This is the longest one. In a I while. think this is our longest step. Oh shit! This is our longest episode. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Well, God damn it, Taylor. Thank you, Taylor. <laughs> it's, totally cool. it's not I'm your fault. So Do you have anything sorry. to say at the end here? Um, thanks for having me on. Yeah. I don't really have thank anything. Thank you for to being say. on the podcast, and Taylor. Thanks for doing yeah. It. No problem. Glad to um assist with the sorority help. Yeah. Yeah. 
We are glad you were here to assist. It was a true and genuine delight. Go Ralph Friders. Go So if you want to connect with us, you can email us at homeworkyourfriends at gmail.com. Homeworkpod on Twitter. Uh, homeworkyourfriends on Instagram. Check the bio for the merch. And Taylor, hit him with our, with our classic uh, going away catchphrase. As always. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> that was close and it is. Do your homework. homework.